Welcome uh, to episode uh, 138 uh, of the Ben Briggs podcast. Uh, I am Ben Briggs. It is uh, it's Saturday, people. Uh, Saturday, the 29th of August, uh, 2000, 2020. And um, uh, I hope you're well out there. Uh, I don't know what you're uh, what you've been up to. Uh uh, communicate with me, people. Tell me what you're doing in these very difficult times. Um, I have obviously been working my day job uh, all week. Uh, I have one day left, which is uh, tomorrow morning. And uh, then I get all day Sunday off, uh, which is tomorrow morning, but I only work till like 9.30. I get all day Sunday, all day Monday, all day Tuesday. Fucking looking forward to that shit. That's my weekend, baby. The only nice thing about uh, having a day job um, where you start early and leave off early. So I start at four um, now, uh, four till 10.30 I'm doing, although Sundays it is 4.30 till 9.30. I know this is boring, uh, but uh, <laughs> it, it says continuing well, why are you continuing, Ben? Because I feel I need to get this out. The only nice thing about it is there's something fucking nice about getting up in the morning early. You feel like you're doing something. The air seems a little bit clearer. You know, it's it's a bit quieter. Everywhere's dark. There's not people fucking hanging around, driving around or anything like that. The roads are clear. And then you get to leave off at 1030 when everybody else is at work, you get to go home. You see all the busyness of the world after it's woken up, but you get to go home, chill out for the rest of the day, have a bit of breakfast, have a little kip on the sofa for a couple of hours while you're watching some fucking weird fucked up documentary or weird bit on YouTube um, that you've... Uh, uh, dramatically falling down some sort of YouTube wormhole and you end up watching, I don't know, fucking goats being kicked in the face or something <laughs> and laughing at it. Um, yeah, there's something nice about um, about just like uh, it doesn't feel like a, a, a proper job. It doesn't feel like a full-time job, you know what I mean? It's not really full-time hours. Uh, let's have a bit of tea before I get on with this. It doesn't feel like... Um, in that respect, because you're leaving off early and you can do stuff in the day and shit, or I can have a little sleep when I've got gigs coming up. So trying to weigh up the two, like doing the two when I'm gigging and shit might be a bit shit, but you know, the money seems to have gone down for the gigs because obviously they can't have as many people uh, hugging and kissing each other in the audience. So, uh, and they've got to be socially distancing groups. Uh, I think no more than fucking six or something and uh, in each group. So you're going to get couples in their little fucking bubbles. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Are you in your safety bubble right now? My safety bubble. Um, that's one of the buzzwords of 2020, isn't it? Along with uh, COVID-19, coronavirus. Um, you know, that's, that's one of the buzzwords, whatever. Working from home, lockdown. Lockdown, that's the big one, isn't it? Lockdown, lock everything fucking down. Um, 
talking about people who would be changing their uh, uh, their jobs. I see uh, Messi is meant to be leaving Barcelona um, after their humiliating annihilation the other night. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's meant to be leaving Barcelona. I, I mean, he's a fucking amazing player. I know everybody says, like, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo um, is the best player in the world, but for me... Um, uh, it's messy. It's his um, uh, that goal he scores where he I forget who it was against. That's what I was trying to Google. I'm just trying to Google it now. But um, that um goal he scored against uh, I forget it what who it was who who the fuck was it? Uh, where he's like really young and dribbles it round fucking loads of people and then just passes it in the net. It's fucking amazing. Just an amazing goal. It's up there, like, with Maradona's against England. Um, isn't it weird, though, how, like, that goal, even no no matter how good that goal was, and I forget who it was, um, goal. Let's see if we can. Who was it against? Uh, it's a fucking solo run. He was young. Oh, I forget. I can't really do it without playing the fucking video, man. But anyway. Uh, dead air, Ben. Dead air. Isn't it? Dead air. Sometimes you just got to pull the plug on it, people, which is exactly what he's doing with Barcelona. But he, no matter how uh, good those goals are and no matter how many brilliant goals he scored, it still doesn't, you know, you have the hairs on the back of your neck stand up or whatever. There's only... There's not many goals. It's there's some tribal about somebody scoring an amazing goal for England for me that still makes my hairs on the back of the neck stand up when I watch it. Like the Gaza goal against Scotland in Euro '96, and the Beckham fucking free kick uh, against Greece um, to see us through to the World Cup finals. Um, that those those fucking that that. Beckham goal just still, even at the age of 43, what? Um, when was I th- Was that 2014, was it? I don't know. I don't know. No, couldn't have been that. Uh, let's have a look. When that Beckham goal. Greece. <laughs> fucking hell. It's about Greece as in fucking... Um, when was it? Ah, 2001. Fucking hell, I was miles out. Jesus. Uh, let's have a bit of tea there. Yeah, 2001. When uh, uh, that fucking goal. Every time I see that, the fucking build up to it and that sort of thing, it was almost like some sort of Hollywood fucking script. I don't know why somebody hasn't written a fucking script about his um about his life um with regards to being like hated by the nation when he got sent off against Argentina to uh score in that goal. That there is a culmination of fucking from uh villain to hero in one fucking film. Right there. Somebody write it out there. I don't know. Um anyway, so it looks like Messi's gonna be leaving Barcelona. Um Fuck knows who's going to be able to afford him. 
possibly Man City, possibly Chelsea. Uh, who knows who's going to be able to afford him? But fucking hell, that is a massive, massive loss for Barcelona. He looked. I looked uh, uh, at the reports after the game and stuff like that, and it was in all the papers uh, where he was just sitting down, like in the dressing room, just looking dis sparingly at his own fucking feet, just thinking, well, I'm out of here as soon as possible. Uh, he had that look on his face. We've all felt like that at work, haven't we? We've all felt like that. Um, also today, I think it's today, isn't it? I'll write this down. Uh, it's, uh, uh, being as we have an international day for everything these days, don't we? Uh, international, I've never heard of this one. Uh, International Day Against Nuclear Tests. Uh, <laughs> that's what today is, people. If you've uh, if you've not um, if you've not realised this because of the nuclear testing that is going on around you, or you didn't, or you couldn't hear the radio after uh, uh, because it's being interfered with by the uh, radioactive fucking waves coming off the mushroom cloud that's at the end of your garden. It is Nuclear Test, uh, International Day Against Nuclear Tests. Wouldn't it be ironic for uh, the Earth to be wiped out um, by uh, uh, a nuclear war that starts on that day? I think if there ever is a nuclear war that starts, um, it should be started on that day. Uh, international day. Well, I suppose it would be an international day against nuclear tests because they wouldn't be fucking testing them. <laughs> They'd be firing them, wouldn't they? Hey, come on, Ben. Keep up with the old logic there, Ben. Come on. Uh, let's have a bit more tea. Um, I uh, also, as well, it was quite sad news um, about uh, Chadwick Boseman. Old oh, Chadders. Um, uh, was uh, obviously uh, died this week, um, which was a bit of a shame, like cancer and all that sort of thing. Um, I have not felt the need to prove that I'm not a racist and post about it on my uh, Facebook page. <laughs> um, like many of my contemporary white comedians, um, I have not felt the need to post up there. Um, you know, I've watched Black Panther. Uh, I thought it was a good film. I quite enjoyed it. You know what I mean? It was quite cool. Some of the weapons and fighting and shit like that were cool. Um, a very, you know, mostly black cast, which is a good thing. Apart from, obviously, Martin Freeman, who has one of the main roles. <laughs> we need to put a white guy in there who's, like, unassuming and nice. Um, yeah, so it was... Uh, I mean, it's not my favourite, but I don't feel feel the need that I have to say it's my favourite, like, Marvel film, just to prove that I'm not fucking, you know, hammering wooden crosses into people's front gardens and fucking setting them on fire. You know, I think pretty much, you know, my stance, stance on uh, this sort of thing um, from having listened to previous episodes of the podcast, I hope, if uh if um you uh, are new to the podcast and the first episode uh you are listening or watching at the moment then uh for clarification uh <laughs> i don't know man it's just that whole 
it's that whole thing about posting up there. Yes, it's a sad thing or whatever, but most people, you know, I wasn't aware of his name. I must admit to my, you know, shock. Not not to my, to my yeah. But is that a bad thing? There's a lot of people who I don't know their names for in films of any ethnicity because I'm probably a little bit too concerned about myself. <laughs> my narcissism uh, makes me uh, racist. That could be it. <laughs> the fact I'm so wrapped up in my own life and don't research every fucking actor who plays a part in a film um, makes me uh, potentially racist. Uh, because I don't know uh, an actor's name in Black Panther. Anyway, what else did he did? I had no... I've got no idea what else he did, to be honest, but he was quite young, wasn't he? Look, uh, it was yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, August 28th. Uh, age 43. Fucking hell, man. Same age as me. Oh, man. What have you done, Ben? What have you done? That's a very searching question there, uh... The ghost of Chadwick Boseman asking me. Uh, yeah, uh, well, you know, I haven't been in Black Panther. Or uh, or uh, suffered from cancer. But um, let's have a look at his filmography. Film. Uh, the Five Bloods. Oh, oh, I've watched that film, yeah. I didn't realise that was him. Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, that's all related, isn't it? Uh, Marshall, Captain America, Civil War. Oh, yeah, it was Black Panther in that, yeah. Um, he was Black Panther a lot of times, man. Four times. The Kill Hole, 42, the Express Draft Day. Get on up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, it looks like he was just, you know, just reaching a good peak. Um, wasn't it, you know, one of these people who's going on to, like, you know, not that Black Panther isn't a massive film, um, but, yeah, it's just a shame when people like that are snuffed out at an early age, isn't it? I mean, 43, there's probably people out there thinking, 43, well, you had a good innings and that. That's my fucking age. Jesus. You know what I mean? When you're younger and stuff like that, 43 seems quite old. I remember my mum turning 40 and thinking, oh, you know, that's quite, you know, that's middle age or whatever, isn't it? And now being 43, apart from like, you know, doing a slight bit of exercise and every fucking muscle and um, uh, tendon and ligament in my body just throbbing for about three days, the rest of it, you know, you still feel quite young. In your mind, anyway, until you fucking lose that shit when you get older, I suppose. Uh, let's pep it up a bit here. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was a bit of a shame, that. I, t- I see a lot of people posting about it and shit like that. I'm sure they mean well, but, you know, it's majority of, like, straight, white, middle-class people posting. <laughs> All right, we know you're not fucking racist. You don't have to... Uh, you know, prove it. Black Panther was the best film I've ever seen. Um, I'm not sure it was. Um, it was a good film. I quite enjoyed it. It was good. Uh, lots of fighting in it. You know what I mean? It's standard Marvel fare, isn't it? There's a superhero. 
There's an enemy. He's got to overcome the enemy. That's it, isn't it? That's all. There you go. There's all Marvel films right there. Anyway. Um, uh, but the point I was going to make about um, the whole Black Panther thing and that sort of thing, how it came out, um, Black Panther being like quite a big deal. Like whether you agree with this or not, I don't know. It was quite a big deal for having a full black cast or mainly apart from, you know, um, uh, Tim from The Office in the UK, uh, apart from Martin Freeman in there. And there was a big thing about that. But the whole thing about that is it shouldn't. I know there's certain things that have to break down boundaries and uh, everything needs to be the first and that sort of thing, doesn't it? But it shouldn't be that much of a big thing, should it? I know, in a perfect world, this is what I'm on about, right? He says covering his ass, but it shouldn't be a big thing that there's a full black car, should it? It should just be everyday, you know, an everyday occurrence, shouldn't it? There shouldn't be a big fanfare about how this film is like a full black cast, apart from Martin Freeman, you know. Uh, it shouldn't be a big thing. Am I explaining myself right? I don't know. It should be. You shouldn't. Be, it should be an everyday occurrence. It should be that often that it isn't made into a big thing and just normalised, shouldn't it? You know, in these, uh, particularly in franchise films and shit like that, in it. You know, there's there's quite a lot of lack of diversity in things like Marvel films and um, anything with a franchise attached to it. You know, there's never any sort of like lead black characters in any of the major um, either Disney or um, not a lot in the Disney films. You know, the majority are not, are they? I mean, or Pixar, even Pixar animations and stuff like that, you know. You watch those Toy Story. I mean, obviously cars. <laughs> it's difficult. It's difficult to crowbar that in there. Um, but uh, you look at Toy Story and, and films like that, and there's, you know. But maybe maybe this will make a change. Maybe a bad thing or you know. I mean, 43, to die of colon cancer, and he kept on working and shit. I watched that The Five Bloods. It's actually quite a good, uh, it's actually quite a good film. I quite enjoyed it. Um, it gets a bit weird. Um, Spike Lee film, innit? I didn't realise it was a Spike Lee film. Um, but it gets a bit weird. It's like, sort of like, uh, a sort of like drama about war where people go back to Vietnam or whatever and then it gets a bit, I don't know, it goes a bit Tropic Thunder for my liking, like towards the end. Um, a little bit farcical when uh, I won't, well, one of them gets fucking blown up and it's just like, you know, I don't know. Uh, but it's quite a good film. It's like like people get together, uh, you know, like for Vietnam. I think they're Vietnam vets or something like that. I'm trying to I'm trying to look out of one eye whilst I'm looking at the fucking camera for this. <laughs> and the fact that I don't know what I'm fucking talking about is perfectly clear, I think. Anyway, it's like five Vietnam vets. They're all black. And they go back to Vietnam to find some sort of fucking gold or something like that uh, that they stashed away or stored away or something like that, like one of their guys. And then it gets a bit Tropic Thunder after that. It's all right. You know, like I'm sure there's better Spike Lee films out there. It's all right. You know what I mean? But he was in that anyway, and I didn't realise it. I didn't realise it. I'll admit, 
right now, I didn't realize he was in that film. I knew he was in Black Panther. Didn't know his name until he died yesterday. Um, but there you go. You know, you, you can't know every actor's name, can you? It doesn't necessarily make you a racist. <laughs> Just to clarify, before I have emails sent in to... I ought to set an email, uh, email address up, shouldn't I? We think you're racist at benbriggs.co.uk. I don't know. I don't know. Let's have a bit more tea. Anyway, uh, other stuff that I noticed this week, there's a, a couple with a combined age of 214. Um, I'm going to have to Google this because uh, um, who have been named couple age 214. Who have been named uh, the world's uh, oldest couple um, because their ages come to 214. Fuck knows, you know, how old are they? They must be both over 100. Oh, yeah, aged 110 and 104, respectively, were married in Ecuador on the 7th of February 1941. Fuck me. Jesus. They've been married 79 years. Is that right? Yeah, 79 years. Fucking hell, man. Most people don't even, you know, a lot of people don't live to 79 and they've been married 79 years. They look quite, yeah, they are having a little kiss in that picture there. Come here, you fucking. I have been tapping this for 79 years. Doesn't say about that, to be perfectly honest. I imagine that's not what he said. They look a bit pissed off with each other in one photo. The other photo, give us an awkward kiss. Give us an awkward old person's kiss with that fucking right cataract's eye just staring off into the distance and the other one focusing on your husband. Can you do that for us? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> fucking hell, 214, though. I imagine the next lot down of the oldest couple dramatically drops off from that. You know, a combined age of like, I don't know, 160. It's not going to be 200, is it? Who are the next ones down? And then suddenly they become the oldest couple in the world. You know, every couple, everyone's got a chance of that, haven't they? You know, either being the oldest person in the world or the oldest couple in the world. Every, all you've got to do is just not die. I don't know really how that's an achievement. I mean, it doesn't say anything about uh, um, whether they've got a secret to long life or anything like that. Uh, the couple who met through Quintero's husband, who was Maura's cousin, Jesus, believe there's a secret formula to a long and happy marriage, which involves love, maturity, and mutual respect. Who'd have fucking thought that, eh? Holy shit, these people are throwing out revelations about how to keep a relationship going be amazing 1941 he got married um jesus love maturity and mutual respect that's it you know i mean it's not revelatory stuff is it you know if it had come out with uh yeah there is a secret to our marriage i tell her to shut the fuck up or she's gonna get a backhander <laughs> <laughs> or she comes out with i suck his cock every morning 
That's what I do. I did it this morning. I do it every morning for 79 years. And uh, it's worked out beautifully for all of us. There's been some mornings I haven't wanted to do it. But my commitment to this marriage, I have gargled through those tough times. <laughs> do you remember that year I had pneumonia and still did it? I do, sweetheart. You did a, did a great job. Uh, yeah, fuck you now. I mean, I ain't going to get there, that's for sure. Um, I can't, I can't really see, uh, myself living, uh, that long. Certainly not having a relationship for 79 years. You know, that's, uh, that's, makes me 122. That's not going to happen, is it? 122? Is that right? I don't know. I don't know. Um, something like that, innit? Uh, yeah, that's, you know, I'm going to be long gone by then, aren't I? Yeah. These these podcasts will just be an archive of uh, rambling nonsense, I imagine, in some sort of museum where they said people years ago, before we uh, had brain implants, people had <laughs> real issues with fucking every tiny little thing in life. Here's an example. The Ben Briggs podcast. Um, I don't know, man. Surely, you know, it must have crossed their mind. What's the secret? Oh, I've been banging the neighbour for like 59 years. <laughs> Unfortunately, she's died, but it just fucking rotates. The next one moves in. I go over, buy some flowers, shit like that. Tell her not to tell the wife and just go over there every now and again. Uh, I don't know. Uh, 79 years in a fucking relationship. Surely you've said everything you've got to say to each other. You just sit in there. In a chair, just looking at each other. And yeah, just looking across at each other. Oh, Jesus, you again. You still, you know, every morning you wake up like that with your fingers crossed. Oh, please, let it be today. Look across at the pillow over you. Ah, oh, she's still fucking. See the duvet going up and down. Ah, oh, she's still fucking breathing. Ah, no escape from this. She never took that life insurance policy out on her. <laughs> Been paying that for 79 fucking years. £10 a month. Uh, I don't know. 26 minutes we're on, people. Um, uh, dear, 26 and a half minutes, actually. Jesus. So we got time for this last bit? I don't know. Uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk sounds like, you know, sounds like some sort of fucking, you ought to be selling... Um, Cologne, didn't he? Have I said that before? I don't know. I don't know. It's so difficult. It's so difficult. Uh, pig implant. Here we are. I should have this queued up already, shouldn't I? Pig implant chips. Uh, Elon Musk has unveiled a pig called Gertrude with a coin-sized computer chip in her brain. It starts here, people. This is where it starts, isn't it? Next minute, they're controlling us, you know. Little chip inside there. All your bank details kept on it. They wipe your bank account. You've got to get inside your own head to get your fucking PIN number. I don't know. Uh, in her brain, um, Elon Musk uh, has unveiled a Gertrude with a coin-sized computer chip in her brain to demonstrate his ambitious plans to create a working brain-to-machine interface. This is it. Start downloading ourselves. We die, but we don't die. We download our personalities. 
onto the internet and we can live forever. This could be it, people. But as a sideline to that, the chip also contains something that fucking controls that brain. That fucking A, advertisers and the government will do. Here's my conspiracy theories coming out here, people. Poor old fucking pig as well. You know. What's it going to be? You know, I don't know what. How how are they going to know whether this computer, a uh, coin-sized computer chip in a brain is actually working? You know, ah, more swill, please. You know, ah, don't fucking, yeah. Just food. What, what, I don't know what thoughts are pig. Surely they can just go straight to human trials for that. There's somebody out there. If you offered somebody that Elon Musk could offer somebody... <coughs> A million pound or two million pound and said, look, we're going to put this computer chip in your brain. You know, you're not going to get much information out of a pig, surely. Surely human trials. I know there's this whole, this isn't ethical. Pay me five million pounds and I will have a computer chip put in my brain that can be taken out afterwards, obviously. And you can fuck around with me all you want. <laughs> as long as I get to enjoy that five million quid. There's somebody out there, isn't there? Be willing to go on human trials. Ah, oh, should I commit suicide today or have a chip put in my brain? Well, it could be a new start for me. Walking around as a fucking robot. Or some sort of, somebody using it as a fucking mass murdering. Wasn't that in Naked Gun? One of the Naked Guns, the first Naked Gun, wasn't it? Beep, beep, beep. I don't know, people. We're all doomed, aren't we? Is that it? This is this is where it starts. In 10 years' time, when we're all walking around like robots, having no opinions of our own, we can fucking blame Gertrude, the fucking, the fucking zombie pig, uh, and her little brain chip. But anyway, that's... I think the idea behind this is so we can download... Um, uh, and make things easier to work with computers. This is our next stage of evolution, I imagine. Um, to make uh, so our thoughts and shit like that can, you know, you can just fucking I don't know, just type shit out. Is it something like that? Oh, to research this really, but like, who knows? Elon Musk and Vase. Let's, let's click on the article. Click on the article, Ben. Mr. Musk argues such chips could eventually be used to help cure conditions such as dementia. Oh, that's not bad. Parkinson's disease and spinal cord injuries. And also download adverts into your own fucking head. (laughs) That's what it'll come to, won't it? You know, all these big things. Facebook, fucking Twitter, and that sort of thing. Hey, man, we're going to communicate. You can... Look people up. You can talk to anyone all over the world. That's it. And then the next minute, it's just fucking endless adverts on there, isn't it? It's all about fucking advertising, fucking money, marketing, and getting you to buy shit. That's all it's going to do. Just subliminally, as you're asleep, just fucking pan McDonald's adverts into your fucking brain. Ah, I don't trust it, man. Kill Gertrude immediately. If you know where Gertrude is, kill her immediately. Just a pig in a fucking cellar like that. Just with security ring round him. Somebody's trying to bump her off. I don't know, people. Anyway, 
Uh, that is episode uh, 138 of the Ben Briggs podcast. If you have any questions, uh, trials, troubles, tribulations, whatever, or you just want to call me a twat, it is uh, podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. I will be back on Tuesday, people. Um, have a good week uh, until then and rest of your weekend, motherfuckers. Uh, I'll speak to you then. Take care.